0: Okay, I lied. It's not a safe place. (laughs) Get your frothy dick out of (laughs) here. It's a
1: very dangerous place,
0: especially for you froth dicks. Right them, cowboy! You are listening to A Fistful of Pixels, with your hosts, Mike Bachman, Taylor Bliss, and Adam Bash. Each episode, they take listener-submitted titles and turn them into the next great video game. Red Oubliette, submitted by Curium247.
1: <laughs> what the hell is a red I, Oubliette, I'll, okay. Oubliette.
2: I can explain what an Oubliette is. So French oubliette is means to forget, and so an Oubliette is a place that you put someone to forget about them. Like, it's, it's kind of like a torture chamber type place. It's some place that you put somebody, and then you mm-hmm. just shut the door, and you don't feed them, and you don't it's, water them, and it, nothing it, like that. You just lock them sp- in there.
0: Specifically, access only through a trap door in the ceiling. And drop isn't.
2: them in there and then, hey, yeah, it's, no more it's problems. Actually,
0: it's actually that specific.
2: Here's the issue. Uh-huh. Like, can you ever really forget? Like, eventually, if you use your Oubliette enough, don't you run into the issue that, of, like, bones start piling up, right? And then you hit the trap door and then people are just standing there in your office like, on the trap door, like, standing on a pile of bones, because you've oh, used but, the oubliette too many times.
0: But Judy, Judy, they go Judy there, did, did you, you empty the oubliette or not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> emptied that oubliette. I just forgot about it. Sorry. That's your only chore.
1: I know, <laughs> but
2: it's so easy to forget.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is that if there's more than one person in the oubliette, like, are, are, are they then not technically in an oubliette? Because you can't forget about... They can't be forgotten about if there's people in there to remember them.
2: Well, well I mean yeah, I guess it's it's an external versus internal thing. Like it, it's externally forgotten, no matter how many people mm-hmm. are in there.
1: Is there a separate name for something that's also for internal forget for
0: forgetting? <laughs> <I don't laughs>
2: yeah, know. but that
0: goes deep that goes into deep,
2: deep French territory that I don't think. The problem is is, is that now. oubliettes never get used, and that's been that's been the concern since the get-go. Is because uh-huh. you always set up an Oubliette, right? You get your desk You're, like, rigged up with it. You put a button underneath so that you can flip the trap door, drop somebody into the ad, and then you fucking forget that you even had it. Are they, like, the the MySpace of prisons? Yeah, you set it up, and then you forget about it. And then eventually, you go, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot I even had this. You open it up, and it's full of ads from bands. And then you look in there, and you see
1: your top eight that you dropped in there. Right. Because it's always going to be the top eight, because they're going to be on top of all the other ones that were there before them.
0: Yeah. So, uh, So, how's this a game? And why is it red?
1: Well...
2: That's it's, a great question.
1: That's a decorating question, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Maybe this is like, you know how... Um, oh, it's, it's like Happy you know, Home Academy. Yeah, like how, ha- how Happy Home Designer just came out. And people are, are like, talking about how that game really doesn't seem to have a point. It's because they, they ain't unlocked it yet. And they don't oh. realize that in every one of those homes that they're designing, they're also supposed to be putting in an oubliette. <laughs> like, if Tom Nook ever shows his face in this house again, I'm going to drop him in the oubliette. And well, then his two children are going to grow
0: up orphans. How do you think Tom Nook runs so much shit? It's because the motherfucker's got an oubliette in every single one of those houses. Those people don't even know it.
1: So he drops the current tenant into the oubliette. Yep. He keeps all
0: their bells. Yep. And yep. then he sells that home to the next unsuspecting tenant. He forecloses that shit, says, well, it was mine. It was on loan anyway. Just takes it back, takes all their belongings, uh-huh. sells it, sells it anew. new.
2: What if every one of those houses has several oubliettes, different colored oubliettes, maybe a green oubliette, a yellow oubliette, you know, the, the the standards, right? Okay. And then, and you have those expected, right? Those are the expected oubliettes that you would expect to find in any given house, right? And you fill those up and you use them as you, as you wish. And then one day, Tom Nook comes over and completely unexpected drops you into an, a, a hitherto unknown red oubliette uh-huh. that was not on the plan and now you've been dropped into the red oubliette. Now it's a it's a it's a basic escape from the room game, right? You got to escape from the oubliette. You're trapped in there.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So it's a second level to that game, you know. And,
1: you and go through the, the, the whole time you can hear Tom Nook giving your job to somebody else. Oh, that's another Oh bitch my god. Upstairs.
0: Could you could you imagine that that's like the start of one of the Animal Crossing games is like there's actually somebody in, in an oubliette somewhere? Oh wow! It's and people. he's just—it's just him inviting somebody, welcoming them to the new town. Oh, that fun, yeah.
1: that fucking cat that's at the beginning of every Animal <laughs> Crossing game just happens to be down there. He's like, "Oh hey, where are you from? Are you a boy
0: <laughs> or a girl?" Oh my god, no! <laughs> the cat is the one who escaped from the oubliette. He's the only one. So wait, who's the villain here? Oh, are you enough. trying
1: to are you trying to like Amazing Spider-Man this and throw in one too many?
0: Yeah, probably. I was I mean I was under the assumption that Tom Nook was the absolute criminal.
2: He is, he is. I think in in this in this instance it's society that's the villain, right? Oh, shit. It's our own hubris perhaps for building oubliettes in the first place. For building oubliettes <laughs> and thinking we could truly ever forget about the horrors that we have wrought upon ourselves.
1: Well, we don't have to forget the horrors we wrought upon ourselves, just the horrors we wrought upon Others also, the Other toilet people.
2: filters in down there, so that's a whole nother thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the red toilet
0: <laughs> <laughs> sequel Dare Angel, The Reckoning, submitted by the Games Thief.
2: Guys, I like everything about this title. I like everything, I like, uh-huh. I like Dare Ever- Angel. Yeah, I like this, the colon. Uh-huh. And I like the yeah. Reckoning, unused, uh, really what a, in game.
0: What about the space after the colon, but
2: before the the? Almost the best part. That's almost right. the best part, really. It right. Right. Yeah. build a little suspense.
1: You're like, oh. What's coming there, next? Is there anything coming? You know, the colon insinuates that there is, but the space, I don't know. Then you get to the the, and you're like, <gasps> what? Yeah. Twist,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean,
0: as as if Dare Angel wasn't surprising enough.
2: Yeah.
1: Check it. You guys, you guys are familiar with the, the, the Fox, the Fox television show Dark Angel. Of course. Of course. How could you not? Starring the beloved Jessica Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Yeah,
0: definitely. Tell me.
1: We get contract Jessica Alba.
0: She reluctantly agrees.
1: Yeah, to come on. And it's going to be similar to Dark Angel in, in kind of tone and context, except it's going to be about, it's going to be an anti drug ad. It's going to be about a dare agent. Hmm. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Some
0: she'd... some even call him the dare angel.
1: Well, I mean she. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Drug abuse resistance education for those of you that aren't on the know. So yeah, that's exciting. That sounds like an exciting game. So she just goes to school and tells people to not submit to peer pressure or.
1: Yeah, but only at nighttime.
2: Oh, under of course. the cover of darkness. Right. Okay, but small issue. Um. Uh,
1: yeah. What? What?
2: School does not traditionally is not in session at night what the hell so. is night school bro right okay that's um, where the kids they go to school at night time they don't though because night school is usually mm. not for kids mm, usually like usually, usually reserved for adults right it's i mean it's specifically for adults
1: well okay so that's the first problem that she has to fix <laughs> <is she laughs> was to change to, the structure of, of getting, night school she has kids to change to... education for the better you know and she she's like hey listen Our kids are having to get up way too early to go to school. They're not doing great on their tests. Let's keep them up late.
2: Also, by the by, let's just get this out here. After school, at night, what are they doing? All of the drugs. All of the drugs.
0: Right. Put them in in school during that time and boom, no more drugs. So
2: she's basically suggesting double school.
1: Okay. So they're just school 24-7.
2: 24-7 school, right?
1: But she only visits them at nighttime. Right. Who visits them during the daytime?
2: They're sleeping. Truth Angel. Wait,
1: no, they're in school. They're it not would be sleeping. Truth
2: Angel. Truth Angel would be in the day, and then Dare Angels at night. Wait, so hey.
0: wait, do do they not sleep anymore? Well,
1: no.
2: Well, no. Well, I mean, we'll give them enough drugs that they would sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our message is getting a little bit muddled now.
0: Well, yeah, no, but those but those drugs are are okay by the government. They're, so it federally, count.
2: they're federally approved drugs. Yeah. They're sleep drugs. So, it allows them to okay. get a full night's sleep in, like, two hours.
1: I'm thinking side-scrolling platformer.
0: hmm You know, oh, okay. the, the Dairy You're, Angel... You, ha- come- you had me at side-scrolling.
1: Yeah, it, well, it, it's, this, it's still the same plot. I'm not starting from scratch. The Dairy Angel, you know, she comes into the school, and the school's got platforms and, like, I don't know, like, school books that walk around and try and attack you. Can't Right, touch I mean,
2: them. It, it, as a school does.
1: Yeah, you have to jump on their heads. hmm So it's like, you know, it's basically like a, like a, you know, like a... And you know, an intro where it's like it's like oh it's the year it's the year twenty seventeen seventeen and and school is at nighttime now. One Dare Angel dares to to Angel Dares to Angel (laughs) the drugs away from kids. She's the Dare Angel, and then you know, you come in and you've gotta jump over some bottomless pits.
0: You guys made the rules submitted by Mizzle,
1: a crowdsourced game. And I'm not talking about crowdfunding. I'm talking about like the game development is actively crowdsourced. Um, So similar to the way that we say, this is like a, like an EA joint, right. Or like an Activision or like, you know, a a company that's under heavy scrutiny for um, the types of games that they put out and for their business practices. Um, So they set up a Twitter account and they're like, well, Okay, you tweet us your game ideas, and then you know, and then we'll make we'll make something out of it. But see, here's the thing: is that every idea they receive goes into the game, every single one, even if they're conflicting
2: in real time. Well, I mean, not real. I mean, like post release, like people people, immediately upon getting a getting a tweet, do they have to? Does the game immediately change to to incorporate the new rules? And that'd be a good idea.
1: But I think you know, we'll revisit that. But I think, like, they, you know, they all these things go in, and the game comes out, and it's terrible, and, you know, their response is, well, you guys made the rules.
2: It's right, it's right there on the package.
1: It's right there on the package. And, the, you know, they're trying... It's, it's their way of saying, well, if you think that you could do a better job, then all of you should try it.
2: What if all the rules aren't unlocked from the get-go, but, like, as you play through the game, you unlock rules that you can... like you you could activate right and so the game could be very different depending on what rules you've unlocked and what and and like and what you have turned on at the time
1: oh gotcha so everything
2: is on but that that it prevents the issue of like conflicting rules right they wouldn't just they just wouldn't both be able to be on at the same time but they would still be in the game because you guys i mean you guys made the rules all of them are the rules slots like similar to
1: like like an rpg like where the way you'd equip it You'd like equip equipment, but like not. Yeah, like I'm not thinking of like, I'm thinking
2: that. of, I'm thinking almost of like a, a Mad Libs version of a, uh like a old classic NES instruction manual. Right. Okay. And so as you unlock things, you can slot them into like places in this instruction manual to like. Oh, damn. To change abilities in the thing. Right. And so you can just kind of look through your own personal instruction manual and add in things as you want to. Right.
1: Right. Right
2: actually sounds kind of fun.
1: That actually sounds real good. I kind of <laughs> want to play that game though. <laughs> it's just like
0: every level set has a different different number of slots to fill in.
1: It'd be like one of those self-aware games where you know or like, you know, you could you could actually like literally give it to the player character and be like, "Oh, here's the instruction manual," and then allow them to to edit it as the avatar for the character or you could just like for the player or you could just, you know, have it as a game system and like not ever speak directly to the the character. Yeah,
2: I like that. Oh my god, I want to play that game. Yeah, I really want to play the game. It's very Scribble Nazi. I mean, not Scribble Nazi, but Scribble Nazi. <laughs>
1: Scribble Nazi? Okay. Why what is Scribble a Nazi not a,
2: not a suggestion, by the way?
0: Scribble Nazi. Submitted by Adam Bash. Well, uh, So you play, it's basically the same game, except he just has the Adolf Hitler mustache the whole time. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Well, maybe he is a literal grammar Nazi, though. Oh. Damn, yeah. okay, so he's a grammar Nazi. He's not an actual Nazi.
2: No, no, no. But he is a grammar Nazi. He is uh, I mean he has socialist values, sure. Um but Who doesn't <laughs> right. I mean, which among us can cast that first stone? Um, but I think more than anything, like he is just so fanatical about grammar. Because I mean, you know, if you think about it, scribble knots never really got into grammar. I mean, it's uh-uh. it's it's very much focused on 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 just vocabulary. More than anything, singular words, right, right, and so now well, it's more they, about they how they those words interact. Adjectives, right? So, but you know, so the next, the next step is articles, conjugating right. verbs, and right, prepositions. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so then, what, like, what's what's the next step? I mean, like, so let's say you're 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 making you're making a suggestion in the game, and you know you have a misstep. You know, you mm. uh, you say you you put the wrong version of your. You know, you forget the path, po- apostrophe re. You know. I, I know the worst, but so what what's, what's the game's response? Let's,
1: let's dip back into the animal crossing. Well, I know we just, uh-huh. we just spoke about it and maybe there's a rossetti like character, you know, in animal Ooh. crossing, when you'd reset your game, you know, to try and do some sneaky shit with the clock, Rossetti would come out and yell at you,
2: except this is the scribble Nazi
1: in a third he's pretty, Reich pretty, outfit. He's, pre- and, and
0: he's pretty peeved. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty,
2: he basically, <laughs> he basically complains to you for like two hours of in game time. Right, Uh and if you if you leave the game, (laughs) cutscene. If you leave the game, when you start the game back up, he's like, "What the fuck was that? Let's start this over again, right (laughs) from the top." Here's my problems with you, motherfucker, and then reads you the riot act.
1: Yeah, and you know he's coming because like when you make a grammatical error, you just hear nine, (laughs) and then like little feet just like,
0: and he runs in from off screen the second you hit submit. The second. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. Burn My Eyes. Submitted by Frothy Loins. I almost think Frothy
2: Loins is a better game. Yeah. I just
0: I can't I can't stop my brain from trying to connect burn my eyes and frothy loins despite the fact that one is just the submitter and the other one is the title I can't stop Okay but subject. what about burn if, my eyes no, with your frothy loins No exactly. but what if you
2: see what if you see particularly frothy loins like not just the normal amount of froth right like extra froth But like Wait
1: what is the what is the what is the correct volume of froth? Like um, fluid well, okay, ounces. well, I mean,
2: it depends, right? It's a surface area to to to, yeah. to volume ratio. There, I think it's uh, um, it's like one tablespoon per cubic <laughs> uh, centimeter. I think I don't know. It's it's really. I mean, it's, it's it's reasonable. I mean, you look at it's one of those things. It's that, like art. You don't I feel like that's a lot when you see it. Like a cubic, t- t- a
1: right. cubic centimeter is not a lot of space <laughs> for. a – Did you say a
0: tablespoon? He did
1: say a (laughs) tablespoon. Because I don't
0: take froth. A a tablespoon is a pretty decent amount. Yeah. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's kind of a lot, bro. Especially if you're talking about just, like, pure froth. We
1: need to put a a hold on this podcast. Adam (laughs) needs to go to a doctor because he has an unhealthy amount of froth in his loins. I'm like,
2: talking on the maximum into the scale, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah, do you realize apparently. At, like do you realize at what pressure that froth must be under to fit in <laughs> one cubic centimeter?
1: No, it's it doesn't have to fit in one it's cubic per centimeter. Cubic. That's just how much there is for each cubic centimeter. Right. And so it's just dripping out of your <laughs> like your cargo shorts. Just like <laughs>
2: full well, see that's the, the thing though it's like you have if you see something if you see if you see if you see loins with that significant of a froth issue right what's yeah. your response like I mean it's a very Oedipus moment, right There's nothing it, that you can like you can't unsee that. so what option do you have yet to burn your eyes right
1: It's like Icarus he flew too close to the loins and now his eyes burn. <laughs> It's exactly what it
2: is. <laughs> the volume of the average dick in cubic centimeters, because <laughs> that's what I need to know. Okay, I mean, we're gonna go. We're gonna basically go with cylinder, pi r okay. squared times height, average length. Uh This is not that difficult to figure out.
1: Well, no, because the shaft isn't a uniform.
2: I know, but you mean sure. you can make an assumption. It's, you can you just can't make just it. calculate you, a cylinder unless your dick's real weird. No, you can though. Like it's just averaging. I mean, we're not finding. You're, you're talking about an average, right? So I'm only gonna, I mean, okay, so 3.14 times, um, average radius of a dick in centimeters. I'm gonna say 2.5 centimeters. No, that's way too. No, that's, let's see. That's not bad. That's like, uh, that's about an inch, right? Okay. It's just shy of an inch for a radius. So that means your, in, your dick is two inches thick. Feel good about that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like two inches is pretty thick dick. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll down it to, we'll down it to, uh, we'll down it to, to uh, 1.5 centimeters all these for the radius And just for listeners at home all of these numbers are guesstimates and are not indicative of how any of us are endowed all right and then length we're gonna go with uh we'll go with six sure centimeters no wait we have to do that in centimeters yeah so that's gonna be you convert those inches to centimeters we're gonna say uh we're gonna be, say about say about 14 centimeters well, all right, so six
0: inches is 15.24. Yeah. I mean, but,
2: but hey, you know. All right, I went on the, the short side. And, the, and so, we're, we're talking about 98. Fine. We're talking about 98. So, rounding it all off, we're talking about 100 cubic centimeters per dick.
1: Okay, 100 cubic centimeters. You know, that okay, should be. So, I'm going to just see, go ahead and say this. Before you get on to the
2: frothiness, that should be a universal unit of measurement then. Is that if, if we're looking at, I mean, that is almost, that is almost metric, right? <laughs> Can 100 I tell you? Cubic centimeters.
1: Adam, Adam, you're talking about 6.25 cups of froth <laughs> around your dick at any given time. <laughs> like, that's, that's a lot.
2: I've never I've never been faced with a more want. important mathematical problem in my entire life. <laughs> to find
1: out so here's the question is are you basing this off of firsthand knowledge? How much cups of dick prop do you have
2: no i mean, Everyone there's wants like they're on medical record, okay? I went on I went on suggested levels, okay? Because I mean they have tests for this. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I mean, as long as you're within the normal range Gross miscalculations
0: submitted by really Avon.
1: You know what gross miscalculations is? It's Adam thinking that six and a quarter cups of dick froth is normal. That's a gross miscalculation. And that's oh, range. Oh shit, what are we doing? What are you doing? Carrie works in a urology office. I'll be right back.
2: I'm sorry. What, did he literally started? go to go ask her how much froth isn't is, is is No, normal? I think he pro
0: I think he probably went to go ask her what the average cubic centimeter of a it- of, of a
2: dick. But she's just going to do the same math we did. I trust our math.
0: So one US tablespoon is equal to 14.78 cubic centimeters. <laughs> so, I, so I just hope that nobody who knows about... about but then we were talking about that. We were talking about dicks.
1: Now, all y'all expect <laughs> me to go up there and come back down and not have an actual answer. I don't know what I got you came one. up with. I don't know what you went up with. I went up and I said, what is, what is the correct amount of dick froth? <laughs> and she said, and she... She answered me seriously. She's like, "Well, what are you considering to be dick froth?" I guess in this case, we would just be considering the total amount of just different types of fluids that are sloshing around and creating froth around. Well, okay,
2: okay, wait, wait, wait. Fluids and semi-fluids. Yeah, and semi-fluids, okay. absolutely. Okay, okay, and anything
0: that anything that's really seeping to 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 possibly create froth, right? And right.
1: so she Secretion, said, "Well, various secretions." She said, well, first of all, it depends very much on
0: your age. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, well, Lynn, let's just get, you know, just for comparison, the highest amount of dick froth that anyone could have at any point <laughs> during their life. And she said, if you're eighty 80- if you're in your eighties, you've probably <laughs> got some froth. And I said, Well, how much would you say? Six and a quarter cups? And she goes, No, no, no. I would say maybe
2: a tablespoon. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> So, emphasis wait, so wait. on the maybe. You're saying, you're saying that the measurements that I threw out in a split second while trying to make a joke might be inaccurate.
1: I'm worried about <laughs> you, Adam, and I want to make sure that you don't have six and a quarter cups of froth washing around your dick at all times. I don't know why you have to. I don't want. I don't know why it has to be about me, Mike. Because people tend to speak from personal experience. And oh, I, just I don't know make about sure that. I don't know I about that. Sure.
0: Water boy in lava land, submitted by Shonen Four One Three. You know, he could say that he's a real fish out of water in that situation. Like, how do you really get by surrounded by liquid molten lava as water?
1: Well, there's a there's a Bruce Lee, um, there's Bruce Lee interview where he's, where he's seen talking about water, and mm-hmm. you know how you put water inside a cup. It becomes the cup, you know, and, and it's all about how like water is adaptable, but maybe we take this literally. Sure. And it's all about the, the containers that you fill with this water. Right. And they helps you, um, helps you to avoid the lava. You have to, um, like, say, say just for, you know, maybe this, this wouldn't be the best mechanics wise, but say like you, like This water pours into a bowl or like a like a ball or something. And then that ball rolls in, you know, probably a lid or something. So it doesn't spill. But the ball rolls and then gets to a point where it like tips, you know, maybe you get to a point where like you can't pass anymore with this ball. But there's something else that you can get your water into. So that you can pass the next the next obstacle. Right.
0: You want to make like a rat trap in lava land.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. All right. You know, keep the just it's it's okay. all about like keeping the water. If you, you know, and you lose like you're scored based on how much of your water evaporates and it can evaporate not only by being spilled onto the hot molten rocks, but also if you like if you pour yourself into a container and your water is left exposed too long. You know, it's just going to sit it's just going to sit there and
0: evaporate naturally yeah. cuz well, you're surrounded by lava and it's very hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam, what would you do if you were the water surrounded by lava? I, I'm I need to know.
1: Do you need us to exchange water for dick froth so it's you
0: know it makes a little more sense to you? That's funny. <laughs> Actually, in 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 Waterboy and Lava Land, you always start with six and three quarter cups. <laughs> Katie Keurig submitted by Pat and Madison.
1: So in a world in a world, world <laughs> where um you know corporate sponsorship has just gotten you know just w- way blown out of proportion yeah, rent
0: runs rampant
1: you know it, it, they're no longer you know corporate corporate entities are no longer hiding in the shadows you know during popular news programs they're they now are the
0: sh- they are the shadows they
1: are the shadows <laughs> now they own so much of the news media that they are Forcing it's written into their contracts, uh, forcing their news anchors to change their names, uh, change their names oh, to, mo- to more closely okay. resemble products. So Katie Keurig is no longer Katie Keurig. she's Katie Keurig.
0: So this is so this isn't a branded product made by Keurig. This is Keurig becoming, you know, the all powerful conglomerate that it is, and mm-hmm. forcing Katie Keurig to change her
2: name. Does this happen right. to does this happen to other um newscasters as well?
1: Well, yeah, and maybe your your job is you you are one of these, you know, one of these people that are like writing these clauses into contracts. And so you have to take existing products and find out, you know, find what closely what most closely matches, you know, existing celebrity, maybe not just news anchors, you know, just celebrities in general, uh what matches their names. Then you got to Force him to do it,
2: right? So you okay, know? so you see so you have the contract for Matt Lauer, right? Uh huh. And so then you tie that to what?
1: I was going to skip Matt Lauer because mm-hmm. I couldn't think of one. Okay,
2: so so you have the contract for Al Roker, right? And so then you tie that to Al Rotor Rotor Rooter
0: Al Rotor <laughs> Al Rotor
1: <Roder-Roder.
0: Sure. laughs> one and done. <laughs>
1: Um, may may well let's go with something easier. Uh, Courtney Cox,
0: don't even have to change your name.
1: She's Courtney Cox Cable and Internet.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. It's already spelled correctly too. Yep.
2: <laughs> what
1: about <laughs> as opposed to Courtney Cox, like C O C K S?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He watches different
2: right. movies than you do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that just
0: me? Tom Cruise. Tom. K- now, <laughs> now he's just Tom Caribbean Cruise. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Caribbean <laughs>
2: Cruise. Mel Gibson Electric Guitars.
0: Oh, oh, damn. This is perfect. Yeah, it's right easy. there. Yeah, that's a level one boss, though. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not, that's not, like, far along in the game.
1: Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levis. <laughs>
0: right on, cowboy. This has been a Fistful of Pixels. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes and leave a review. Also, help us make the next great video game by sending a tweet with your title to at Fistful of Pixels.
1: Fill of fun and laughs on this episode of Fistful of Pixels? Well, then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Dreadful Thoughts, Sayre, and Top 5 of Death. You can also check out the forums and see new content coming out daily over at geeklyinc.com. And afterwards, make sure to head over to our shop and grab some of that sweet geekly swag. When you have finished with that, go over to iTunes and leave us a 5 star rating and review.